Sitting with Amon Bashir, Rob Attrell, but this time we are with our good friend Lisa Smith. Lisa Marie Smith? Lisa, Lisa Marie Smith. Lisa Marie Smith. I didn't know if it was uh, that was your full name. That's definitely that's my full name. Definitely. And you go by that all the time? Um, it depends. Like most people call me Lisa, but my full name is Lisa Marie. Right. All if by- you were to introduce yourself to a stranger, I introduce myself as Lisa Marie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And you slip them with and the Smith. Usually later. Just, I usually just introduce myself as Lisa Marie and I leave out the Smith part because. Did, did we make a mistake a in saying Smith? Well, no. It's like, it's not a lie. It's the truth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, it's just hard being a Smith, so. That's I true. Know. Yeah. There's a lot of Smiths. Leave it out. It's true. Um, so, Lisa, this is the way we use, we, we've started starting our podcast. Um, Keegan and I, we alternate between who's the main host, meaning who introduces the show, the guests, the co-hosts. Uh, this time, obviously, it was Keegan. And what we do now is we ask our guests to evaluate how the main host introduced it. <laughs> so, on a scale from well, one to ten, my name, he so. did. So, there's something. Wait, can you <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start already. I like it. Try that. We can do whatever you want. Damn it! Fair person, right? <laughs> Did it again. So that said, doesn't matter how you reacted to the situation, but how did you find his intro first of all, and then give it us a rating between one and ten? Inclusive. Um. Okay. I think he did a solid 7.5. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A solid rating. Just imagine if you got her name right. Oh, yeah, you might have been 11. Well, I think it was important as well that he asked me what it yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Courteous. He knows me very casually. We used to live across the hall from each other, so. It's true. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. You know. I, I knew her as L. Not L. I don't even say her full name. That's yeah, like, well, that's, that's what my mom calls like, me. Cool. Really? Yeah, L. I like that. Is she French? No. Very Scottish. Is what? That L? Like, like, <laughs> like sheep? Like sheep, yeah. Oh yeah. no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um we have it's a very exciting podcast. We have um Kitchisippi Brewing sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. Yes we do. Uh, and they gave us uh some beer to try. I believe it's their normal brand beer, their standard yep. original recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to note this is a real sponsor. This this isn't us making fun. This isn't us saying that oh we picked up this beer and and, and or pretending. This is this is real. They were very generous. They gave us a growler. And uh, and we're about to try it. Yeah. I'm excited. Let me try it. I think uh, usually when I order Kitchisubi beer, I get the 1855. I love the 1855. Yeah, yeah. I really like red sort of amber beers. Yep, yep. Uh, All right. So I'll say here, um, Kitchisippi means the Great River. And so this is something I actually didn't know. Prior to 1855, when the city of Ottawa was founded, the river running through it was known as the Kitchisippi. Ah, yes. Hmm. Instead of the Ottawa River? Yeah. Interesting. How long ago was that, sorry? Well, prior to 1855 when it was founded. Oh, I see. That makes sense. 
Um, I've been, well, Keegan, I know you picked up the Growler, but uh, I did a tour there. Mm-hmm. Did anybody, have, has anybody else here done a tour at Kitchissippi? I haven't. I would like to, though. So, first of all, Kitchissippi, you wouldn't know it, but it's its in the middle of this city. It's, it's just uh, its just off Carling. Uh, yeah. Around Carling and Churchill-ish. Near right? the Ottawa Academy of Martial Arts. That, there's another, there's another <laughs> shout out. <laughs> uh, did you want to talk about why you shot? You, you gave that a shout out, or is that no? It's just a good organization good, uh, to learn. Good. We'll leave it at that. At self defense, Brazilian right. jiu jitsu, yeah, yeah, Muay Thai kickboxing. All right, let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the, the the brewery I thought thought was just it, it was it was pretty cool. I never it was the first brewery I'd ever toured. And it's it's a small it's microbrew and and they they went in they took all the time they explained exactly what everything does obviously what you'd expect in a brewery tour but uh, it was just it was it was it was just awesome to see that it was in the middle of the city because you mm-hmm. think of Bose who's sort of further out and yep. and yeah. Uh, yeah it's just right right here but uh, anyway it was a great experience I I recommend anybody to to check it out at the very least everybody's really pleasant there too so it's uh, it's great are local breweries still not allowed to sell in like beer stores or liquor stores? They can. I know there are a bunch of sort of more archaic rules about that. Uh, was it Beyond the Pale? Had an issue where they couldn't sell in more than one restaurant. They're still having an they, issue. Yeah, because they're yeah, they not big enough. But I think breweries, like places that are just breweries, are okay to sell to the beer stores. In store. Ontario, yeah. liquor stores. But I think they have to pay like a... Like a license fee or something? Yeah, something like that. That makes sense. Okay. Because I've, I've bought Kitchissippi from the LCBO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, not yeah. all breweries have stuff in But I actually have a harder LCBO. time finding local beers at the beer store than I do at the liquor right. store. Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Beer store might be a different situation. I don't True. know if you can. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I, I can't think of any time I've bought a local brew at the beer store. I yeah, can't think of the last time I went to the beer store. So. I always buy my beer from the liquor yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. So the maybe stuff. we should have researched this before I started I'm talking sure. about it. <laughs> but hey, the question's out there. So yeah. listeners, so if like, you if you have an answer, email us. Yeah. Or just go to the pub and get a pint of Kitchissippi instead. Yeah, it's true. There you go. They're all over the place. Yeah, but everybody's enjoying this Kitchissippi beer. Yeah, it's very so good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's smooth. It's nice. It's, I, I, yeah, there's... It's your classic beer. It's good. Classic. Classic. Exactly. I'll, I'll point out here, the uh, the tours that yeah, they have you mentioned yeah. are every Saturday at 2 p.m. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. cool. Tours and tastings. Apparently it's free. Is that can you uh, corroborate? It says free uh, here, but... Uh, I, yeah, I remember it being free. I, I think I bought like a router bought afterwards. Some. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. Very cool. Great. Did you guys know that I basically grew up in a pub? No. Well, no, now you have to tell us. This is a good way to start. <laughs> Before I moved to Canada, I'm I'm originally from Scotland, by the way, and uh, my dad's business before we moved to Canada was he owned a few pubs around the city in Edinburgh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So uh, when I was young, um, I used to hang out with my dad all the time in the pubs, and I was I thought it was pretty cool, and I got to put pop in people's drinks sometimes. And, <laughs> yeah, right. I wasn't allowed to serve alcohol because I was underage, but. <laughs> Even in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. And my friends and they... My friends. <laughs> <laughs> the laws might be different. <laughs> they are a little different. I think you can drink at 18 over there, just like in Quebec. So. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I even... I used to think I was pretty much the coolest kid in school because my dad owned some of the pretty popular stuff like around Edinburgh. Cool. Yeah. And 
you know, my friends and their families would come around to the pub to have some dinner or have a couple drinks, and I would just be behind the bar and, like, grab a bag of crisps from the wall and be like, I can just eat these because my dad owns this. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Okay. So that was pretty cool. So I have a very fine taste for, for beer and good beers and a big appreciation for drinking. <laughs> does this does this mean you were able to start drinking maybe before it became fully legal? You were just able to taste things and... I'm not going to say anything on record <laughs> about that, but... Maybe. I'm not going to... Okay. Just no comment. All right. Confirm or deny? Decline to answer. Okay. How so, long did you spend in uh, Scotland? I was there for eight years. I moved to Canada in 1998. So you guys know how old I am. And... Some people might. Yeah. yeah. I lost my accent pretty quickly because I guess I was young and impressionable. And yeah, I was going to ask. Some, some mean boys at school made fun of my accent. Oh. So... Made fun. Scottish yeah. is a great accent. Yeah, it is a great accent. Yeah, but when you're a little oh yeah, like, like people teach you for anything. Old shit in grade three, like <laughs> I you guess. think you like to tease anyone who's different. So it's very distinct. Yeah. Yeah, and they made fun of me for calling things like different names, like uh, the, like I say the washing machine. Where I think in Canada they just say washer and dryer. I, I would call it tumble dryer. Interesting. And, you know, a bag of crisps instead of chips. Yeah, that was weird. Chips yeah, are, that chips are French fries. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, so they made fun of me a lot. And my both my brother and myself, we lost our accents pretty quickly to try and fit in. Mm. Like, not consciously. Yeah. We didn't do it consciously, yeah, but no. it happened. That's so interesting. I didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah. But my, my grandparents, they moved here probably about 40 or so years ago. Maybe even more than that. And they both have very strong accents, and they've been living and working in Canada for that long now. So it just depends on on how old you are. I think when you you emigrate, I, I think you were probably at the tail end of being able to do that too. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's, I wish I had hung on to it. But if you catch me right off the plane after I'm visiting my family, then as you come back, yeah, and then I I start talking to Canadian people more, and then. You know, slip back into that that old twang. <laughs> the twang. Uh, do you notice that, for example, if you drink a little more in a particular night, that it comes out a bit? I don't know. You guys can let me know if you pour. Oh, well, we'll have to see tonight. Yeah, we'll, we have lots of it. Uh, well, because I, I know that about people. Uh, uh, I went to school here in uh, in Ottawa. Uh, so in first year, I knew a guy, and he was from like the East Coast. I forget. I think it was PEI, and it sounded you know. I guess what what a normal accent. He had a normal accent, if I can say that, uh, for the most part. You can. No, <laughs> like That's an everyday Canadian. Canadian, whatever. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as he drank more, it was like it, I guess it was a PEI accent, and I didn't know it existed, but it came out as he drank more. Otherwise, I didn't know he had one. So yeah. anyway, maybe we'll I think find there's out. A, I think there's accents even within different townships and everything within Ontario, like. Yeah. You go, you go from place to place. I, I noticed the difference, like just little nuances in the way certain people say words if they're from a different place. Like, right. So I don't think that there is a normal accent, but well, I guess yeah, in whatever country you're from, you think that you don't have right. an accent. Well, right? yeah, that's, that's so. a thing too. But I, uh, I still think like that. I know that it's wrong, but I still, just like that's like how my brain intake stuff on it when I hear people with different accents. I'm like, why do they do that? <laughs> why do they just why are you back? talking like that, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so do you think 
So that's more like accents. Do you think people use different words maybe in uh, conversation or print media or something like that in different areas? Are you trying to do a segue? <laughs> if, it's, if it's a segue, it's a segue. I'm not trying. It <laughs> actually just happened. I guess. But at least that you work in print media. <laughs> <laughs> segue complete. <laughs> oh. I work in print media. Or in some kind of print. Well, I work in publishing. Okay. Um, I work for a small academic publisher here in Ottawa at uh, the University of Ottawa. So I'm the digital content manager there. I... I'm not the print media specialist, okay. and we're also not different. we're not media either. We publish monographs, so oh. traditional full length Book. books, um, scholarly research, and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's where I work, and I am the digital projects manager. So I'm kind of in charge of doing. Literally everything you need a computer to do. <laughs> and I'm also IT support at my work sometimes because there's a, a few other people who don't really know uh, a few things about modern technology sometimes. But um, my main role there is to um, manage the digital publishing program. So I actually manage the production of all of the ebooks, um, ePubs, and um, formats for your Kindle devices. Um, I do all the web PDFs as well. I am responsible for managing and maintaining the website. Um, I'm writing a lot of metadata on a daily basis. That's kind of the bulk of my work. And um, I handle all sales and distribution for digital products as well. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot. Is that a lot? Trait? It is a lot, I will tell you. That's why I said that I'm usually grumpy afterwards. Yeah, uh, I see. Unless I usually, there's beer. Yeah, I usually don't have enough time in a day to do everything that I need to do. So, But we're a small team, and we manage, and we publish about 25 to 30 books in a calendar year. So. And for each one of those books, I'm publishing three or sometimes four different digital formats. Right. Wow. So how did you get into this line of work? Um, well, I studied in my undergrad, I studied English literature. I've always been a big fan of, of reading and I loved, um, I loved the business of publishing kind of before I even realized it. Yes. Um, I was, when I was at the University of Ottawa, I was the publisher of a literary magazine there um, and I worked on the student association handling a bunch of literary events and all that kind of thing. So. After studying at the University of Ottawa, I decided to go into a postgrad program at New York University for publishing. Is, so that, I, is that in New York City or is that yeah, New, okay, in New York City? Oh. Yep, I went to Manhattan. I Ooh. stayed just down the road from Madison Square Garden. Awesome! Wow. Yeah. And uh, I worked every day in the Woolworth Building in the financial district. Wow! So cool. That was really fun. I learned. Yeah. That's swanky, right? That's yeah. Pretty, uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a nice building for sure. It's one of the nicest buildings downtown New York, I'd say. Cool. Yeah, just right near the Brooklyn Bridge. That's really cool. <laughs> I, that must have been like a, a, like a shock almost, right? I mean, it's, it's it so different. It was. Um, I've been to New York a few times before I started my program there. But visiting New York and living in New York are two very, very different things. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could go back there anytime soon unless I had <laughs> bags of money, but yeah, <laughs> um, it's kind of stressful. I mean, you have to get into a different kind of routine, taking the subway to work every day yeah. and 
everything is hectic and crazy there all the time. I would say that probably grocery shopping in New York City is one of my like most traumatic memories of my entire lifetime. Really? So, <laughs> oh my God. Can we grocery, ask- grocery shopping in Manhattan after working hours. Can we ask you to walk us through it, or is it too traumatic? I don't know if I can talk about it. So, like, <laughs> Black Friday kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Grocery shopping, Jeez. especially at Trader Joe's. Like, everyone wants to shop at Trader Joe's because you get a little bit cheaper groceries there. It's a little bit more affordable. And if you don't do that, you're paying extremely high prices for just, you know, daily groceries, milk bread, uh-huh. tea bags. Like I remember one time just going to the store around the corner from my apartment and spending like $25 on a carton of orange juice and some tea bags. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how long were you there? Um, I was there for the whole summer of 2012. That's a long time. Yeah. In terms of groceries. Yeah. That's, that's what my <laughs> mind's going at. <laughs> you end up, you end up just eating out a lot and as unhealthy as that is, it's a lot less stressful than going to the grocery store in Manhattan. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they have great bagels there, so I didn't complain that much. So it was mostly bagels. Mostly bagels, um, a little bit of Korean barbecue, because um, I really like Koreatown in, in New York. Um, what else did I eat when I was there? Oh, Shake Shack. It's just at Madison, Madison Square Park. like, <laughs> And they actually have a camera on their website that is like a live stream of how long oh, wow. the line is. So you can kind of plan it <laughs> oh, out when cool. to go. That is and cool. I picked the best time because I was there alone for the most part. And like on the 4th of July, a bunch of my friends who I was in the program with, they were all like going to fireworks and doing celebrations with their families and everything. And I decided to take that day to myself and go to Coney Island because I wanted some peace by the water but Coney Island is not a peaceful place to go especially on the 4th of July there's a huge beach so I thought I could walk far enough away from the theme park that I would get some peace but anyways wasn't a good idea but after I came back I was like you know what the fireworks are happening right now I bet you if I go to the Shake Shack right now, the line isn't very long. So uh, I went there. I picked a good time to go when the fireworks are happening on the 4th of July. So. Cool. Bad. Good advice. Excellent yeah. burgers, excellent shakes, and they also have this thing called frozen custard, which is really good. Because uh, I'm, I'm Scottish, so I'm a big fan of custard. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> I was like, where's the connection here? There we go. <laughs> so, so after that, you came... Came back here? Yeah, I came back here, and after I did my publishing program, I applied for jobs like crazy, mm-hmm. and publishing is a pretty competitive business. Yeah. Center of Publishing in Canada is Toronto, um, mm-hmm. so I kind of, I did come back to Ottawa after I came back from New York, but I kind of knew that I would have to end up in Toronto if I wanted a job in publishing. Mm-hmm. So, after applying numerous times, I ended up with a job at Kobo, working in publisher operations. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really great place to work, and if I didn't work there, I don't think I would be where I am now. I learned a lot about digital publishing, learned a lot of technical aspects of the the work that I do, uh, as far as building EPUBs, and as far as the, the business and the international business for digital publishing. So... I really loved working there. It's a it's a big company now, and they're now owned by sort of the 
Japanese version of of Walmart, I guess. Oh. Rakuten, yeah. Oh. So Rakuten bought them out. So um, since then, there's been a couple of, of changes in the company, but the headquarters are in Toronto, and it still functions very much like a startup. It's really fun. They're really great to their employees, and there's a lot of really talented people there. And right. So it was a great place to work and start out in publishing. Nice. Was it? I, I, maybe I'm just picturing it wrong, but I feel like Kobo was one of those almost like newer age type workplaces. It's not your typical like cubicles or whatever. Yeah, there was no cubicles. Um, our offices were in, they still are, in Liberty Village in one of those old um, renovated warehouse buildings. Oh, that's cool. And actually, I just found out the other day that the office that I actually was in is the same place that they filmed or YTV had their offices when we were kids. So, like, when we were all watching YTV, like, those shows, like, uh uh-oh and everything, they were, like, actually produced in that building that I worked in. So I thought that was (laughs) really cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Still, like, slime in your desk drawer. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The the guy, what the the monster there, he's just, like, kicking around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, no, there's no cubicles at Kobo. Um, We all worked in kind of, like, a big open concept room. Um, My team all sat in, like, two rows of desks um, all beside each other. It was probably like 12 or 13 people on my team when I was there. And um, there was three floors. So I think in the Toronto offices at the time that I was there, there was like 450 people working there. Yeah, because we had all of the... It's a headquarters, so we had all of the IT staff, the developers, like all of those people in that one building. That's cool. How, how did you find working in that type of space? I liked it. Um, I, it's, it's very social, and Kobo, like, Kobo is really good at keeping their employees happy. Right. Um, it was never, I never once woke up in the morning and dreaded going to work. I was oh, always excited. Great. My yeah. team was so great, and they're all so smart and easy to talk to. We all kind of, like, got into routines and, like, Three o'clock was when we started off getting coffee together at three o'clock, but then we started doing push-ups at three o'clock because we had a, a, <laughs> it's nice, a natural progression. But. Yeah, a nice dojo room there, and Ooh. I mean, I probably did the push-ups like only once. I preferred tea time <laughs> and coffee time, to be honest. <laughs> but it was like that kind of environment. It was really fun. Um, and on Fridays, the best part of my job was we had beer o'clock. Ah, nice. of course. <laughs> As she takes a sip. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, I want to get back to e-publishing. Is that, yeah, sure. I don't know what they like to... Yeah, e-publishing okay. or digital publishing, yeah. But we, we should inform our viewers about what is going on in our fair city with a segment called Classic Ottawa, where uh, it's our news segment. We, we uh, give everyone a spin on the news... Yep, and make sure, and you can sound smart at parties, or not even sound smart, sound like you know, like what's Before, going on. Yeah. Before, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's current uh, current event, well, not current events, sorry, it's news events that have happened. Uh, but one thing that uh, I think is good to mention, we had somebody come up to us, at least Rob and I, and told us that uh, they no longer live in the city. And they said that this is how they get their Ottawa news. This what? is actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, hanging out with them. Oh, you're a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, cool. Well, no, no, you go home sometimes, I guess. That's a yeah. good compliment. Anyway, yeah, I was like, you know what? This is good. We're, we're educating people out there. Yeah. 
dumb. We're also making jokes about a lot of things, so they don't know what's real or what's not. But <laughs> you know, take what you will from it. That's but cool. classic Ottawa news stories. Here we go. What are you doing? I don't know. I feel anger, man. That's it. Here we go. And begin. And now. Uh, um, classes at Emily Carr Middle School were canceled today after water issues were discovered in a building. City officials estimate that the repairs will take 8 to 12 hours, weeks less than most students were hoping for. <laughs> the uh, Ontario Municipal Benchmarking Initiative found that Ottawa received more bylaw complaints in 2013 than the eight other cities in the comparative study. The complaints were specifically related to noise, property standards, uh, yard maintenance, and zoning bylaws. Las Vegas bookers are now taking bets on how many of those complaints were tied to the Lansdowne development. <laughs> Or my dog who's currently uh, alone in my apartment right now. Yep. Uh, you said you had some neighbors complain. <laughs> 25% probably. Complained a little bit of my dog barking when I'm not there. Tell the listeners, what have you done about this? Um, I'm, I'm currently, I, I set up a spy cam in my apartment so that I, I, As you do. I have yep. proof whether or not my, my dog is actually barking when I'm not there. Because <laughs> I don't believe that he is. Well, so, not now you'll know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I like how much trust you have. You know, you're like, I know my dog. I know my dog. He's my dog. That's it. That's fair. He's my dog. That's it. That's it. My dog. Um, Other news. uh, 24 hectares of agriculture and agri-food Canada's land will be transferred to the NCC for a new civic hospital campus. Ottawa Hospital CEO Dr. Jack Kitts stated that this marks the very first step for the new campus, although there are no concrete plans at this time for the actual construction. Kitts went on to say that there are greater priorities like improving their generic gelatin to Jell-O brand. (laughs) Because uh, apparently hospital food is terrible. You know, I've never been to a hospital since I was born. Really? You're born in a hospital? Yes. What? You've never visited anyone in a hospital. I don't think I have. Well, I might, I might have visited it. I've never been a patient at the very least. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, here's something. I've been very fortunate in my life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Is that because you live with Zach Haynes? You know what? He's the healthiest guy that I know. <laughs> yes, yeah. And uh, I'm not sure what he'd do if, 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 if I needed well, to go to the hospital. He's, you've, I've pretty, seen him. He's a miracle worker. I've yeah. seen him act like an EMT before. Oh, yeah. I, didn't he take you to the hospital once? Uh, no, Marty took me to the oh, hospital. Yeah. Lisa, um, Lisa stepped on a nail. Ah, we oh, next at her old apartment. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. I needed a tetanus okay. shot because the last time I had a tetanus shot was when I emigrated to the country. Well, you got to get those tetanus shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, other news uh, Taylor Swift is coming back to Ottawa. The pop star announced dates for her 1989 world tour in 2015, which in- <laughs> sounds kind of weird, uh, which includes a stop in Ottawa on July 6th. This is great news for the fans who missed her after the 2012 Capital Hoedown Festival was cancelled, and terrible news for the any- for the many parents in attendance who forget to bring earplugs. Uh, that That is less relevant joke than it used to be, because adults like Taylor Swift now. They do. Yeah. yeah. Man and you know mind. what? Um, my- <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's, it, I'm not saying it's, it's bad music. I'm saying all the screaming, screaming. Uh, the yeah. That, Taylor Swift is very widely adored now. Yeah. Um, I like Taylor Swift. I, I have a, a 14 year old sister who, who loves Taylor Swift. 
Um, but also my my dog, not my dog that I have at home, but my family yep. dog. Right. Um, it's her music of choice. When there's fireworks happening on Canada Day, she gets scared of the fireworks. So my mom has to put her in a room and play music <laughs> over the fireworks. Oh. And she only will listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> really? Yeah. What does she do when it's not Taylor Swift? She just, like, she can still hear. I don't know what it is, but okay. something about Taylor Swift's voice, it just drowns out those fireworks. And is it a specific album or any t- Taylor Swift? I don't know the names of her albums, so I, I wouldn't be able to... <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know either. I was hoping that, that somebody would be able to pitch yeah. in, but I, I got nothing. <laughs> maybe, I it's think not, one's right. maybe it's not her voice. Maybe it's like the message. Yeah. It might oh, be. You know what? Your dog's it a, might be. a romantic sucker. It's it, yeah. Or empowering, has been broken up with a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, empowering young females or something like that. My dog's girl, so like maybe yeah. she's oh, yeah, on, yeah. Bo- on board with that. that. That could do it. Yeah. Um, I went to a, well, I didn't go to. No, I worked at a Justin Bieber concert once. Did you? Yep. What does that even mean? Um... Going back to the joke about how it was, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. and oh, what does it mean? Oh, I, uh, I exactly what you said. Uh, before the the Xbox Connect came out, I was one of the guys working for Xbox, uh, like a marketing company. So I had yeah. like an Xbox shirt, and we were testing out the Connect. And uh, it was, you know, it was just before Christmas season, so like they wanted these kids to try it out, and not, you know, what better place than a Justin Bieber concert to try this like. I forget what it's called. It's the equivalent of Dance Dance Revolution, whatever they call it, Dance something. Um, yeah. Anyway, I did that. But the screams are, were insane. It was the loudest noise I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> entire life. And, like, you, can, you you think it's loud on the construction sites? doesn't compare. No, I get that. <laughs> anyway, so there's something. But in other concert news, One Direction has announced that they're coming to Ottawa. September 2015. <laughs> Two shows. One is going to be at the Canadian Tire Center and the other at Lansdowne Park. Oh, great. My neighbor is. excited. <laughs> They're expecting to sell out the CTC, but I'm not sure they can fill Lansdowne. It fits like 28,000 people. It's, it's, it's not that big a stadium. <laughs> How many seats are at the Canadian Tire Center? Uh, more than that, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, with the floor, with the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. Okay. So, there's, yeah. there's all those general admission tickets too. Yeah. There. And when I did, I say twenty eight. I meant like eighteen. Ah, there you 20. go. Yeah. So. When we were writing, <laughs> all, all the other jokes were written except for that last one. So it sounded, it looked like Amon wrote a bunch of jokes, wrote a Taylor Swift joke, and wrote a reminder to himself that One Direction was coming out, and then kept writing. There was no joke. I was like, "What's the joke here?" That's exactly what happened. Let go back to Just making a memo for himself. Yeah. FYI, Lansdale was just down the street. Get your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is a callback. In our very, or not the first, in our second episode, uh, and our long-term listeners can attest to this, we made reference to the Zen Kitchen shutting down due to unpaid taxes. Keegan, you were the guest in this. In yeah, this I remember that. Uh, I remember. You were so young. We were so young. Where's the Zen ago. Kitchen? It's on Somerset. Yeah. Oh, okay. Vegan Chinatown. I think it's a vegan restaurant. If I'm not yeah, it's like yeah, gourmet it's vegan. vegan. Gourmet vegan. That's okay. right. Twice. So what happened back then is it was shut down They because they hadn't paid taxes and they hadn't paid some of their service providers too, I think. And uh, and they, I think they, they, they filed for bankruptcy. Now, since then, as an update, the clientele of the, the popular restaurant had uh, had raised thousands of dollars to pay off these debts and then there was a new owner and they reopened the restaurant back in July um, 
Yeah, and, you know, it's sort of been going since then. Under the same name? Same name, that's right. But guess what? On Sunday, Zen Kitchen announced that they have closed permanently due to financial challenges. It turns out there's nothing Zen about running a Zen Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you get so disappointed with that joke. <laughs> that's the news in Ottawa. That's classic Ottawa. Oh, thank you, Amon. That's crazy. I didn't even know the Zen Kitchen reopened. Yeah, they did. closed. I didn't know it existed. But... There you go. Oh, well. <laughs> the lesson here is vegan food is stupid. <laughs> saying a lot of things now. <laughs> there's not there's not a market in Ottawa for gourmet vegan food. No. Yeah, there's no hipsters here. I don't agree with that. Not, any. <laughs> <laughs> not enough, maybe. <laughs> the sarcasm meter is off the charts. <laughs> I, I saw an ad for a condo downtown. You know, like condos are the new, the new big thing in Ottawa. Yeah. yeah, like there's more like downtown. Oh yeah, they're building a ton yeah. of condos like everywhere you look. Yeah. And there was one ad, like a full building side ad, and it was something. I wanted to like, take a picture, but my camera's broken. But I wanted to like take a picture and call it hipster bait because it had just like there's like a guy with a beard with a beanie and like carrying a bicycle. And a man bun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it like, was like you're like no one tells you what to do. You're like you're your own person. I had a bunch of like things. That's what. It's and then it was like this is the condo for you or like something like that. <laughs> this was your condo before it was your condo. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You know what? Like depending on, I guess it depends on the audience uh, because before I bought this place, I was legitimately looking at buying into Gotham just because of, uh, I'm a fan of, uh, of Batman. There's a Gotham condo at, at, uh, at Canton Gloucester. Yeah. Or Lion and Gloucester, I think. One of the two. Yeah, it's Lion. Okay. And I legit was looking into it and was seriously considering it just because it was called Gotham. <laughs> that stuff works. Well, although I didn't buy, so right. it doesn't work. If they named it Batman, you'd have been there. Well, I don't know if I want to be in Batman, all in capital letters. You want to live in? You kind of Batman. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> See, it sounds kind of weird, you know? You could have owned Batman's penthouse. Yeah. Doesn't that sound appealing? No. You called the back. Maybe, maybe when you moved in, they would have given you an Alfred. Yeah. Oh. Now that would have been a different thing. Now having a manservant, that's a whole other. Yeah, that's it. That. I think we just. That's why Zach lives here. We just struck, struck <laughs> gold. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing idea. Like a, a theme condo. It does. That would be great. Batman. Then you got the whole trademark thing. Yeah. No, they're like DC would be in on it. Yeah, that makes sense. You license it. Um, <laughs> speaking of condos, let's talk about something completely different. Yeah. Um, Lisa, I know that you do a lot of literary stuff outside of your work as a an e pub. <laughs> well, actually, I'm trying to get the lingo down before the current, you know, your, your whatever your current works are. Uh, before before we talk about that, I want to touch on something you said earlier. So, at the University of Ottawa, you said you were involved with a, a magazine there. Is that right? Uh, uh, or, or a in my undergrad, in undergrad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and you said that you guys ran events. Yes. Some sorts. Could you talk about some of that stuff? Uh, sure. sure. I mean, there's still a better segue. This, like, uh, <laughs> I guess this is all right. I mean, I'm not I'm not really involved with them anymore, but That's I have right. a big place so I'm in my heart for them. Mm. And when I was there with my uh, friend Aaron Kozak, who's also an alumni, and now he's um, living in BC, but he was also very involved in the literary community, and we thought when we were on the student association together that we wanted to start. A reading series. So we started this thing called 
um, Blue Mondays, and it happens once a month. Um, I think. I think it changes. Like when I was there, it was like every third Monday or something mm-hmm. of the month. We would have a reading series where we would fo- feature a local writer. Um, they would get. Um, a segment to read some of their work and share it with the Ottawa community. And then we would also feature a musician that night and these they were paid. Like sometimes yeah. it's kind of hard to find paid gigs as yeah. a, a literary performer or as a musician in the city uh, starting out. So it was a good way to kind of um, get involved in the literary community in Ottawa. And Blue Mondays is still going on now. I'm no longer involved in it because it's kind of like it's a project that's affiliated with the Student Association right. of the, the English Department there yeah, now. So, nice. But it's still called Blue Mondays, and you can still catch it at um, Cafe Nostalgica uh, on the University of Ottawa campus. I think every, like, one Monday every month. I can't guarantee that it's every third Monday anymore, <laughs> sure, yeah. but... You can look for them. They have a Facebook group. Um, yeah, we'll link it when we post. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. So. so I used to be involved in that. I was the host. Um, and I also, I was asked to feature it a little while ago, but there was an emergency that came up, so I couldn't I couldn't attend. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I featured a lot of really great Ottawa artists, and I encourage everyone to go. Even if you don't like poetry, uh, there's always a musical act afterwards. Um have some beers with some really cool and talented people. Great. And, and what about now? So that was back in your undergrad. And what about yeah. nowadays? Are you still involved in any respect in the Ottawa, maybe uh, writing community? A little bit. Um, I volunteer for uh, a publication that's published here in Ottawa. It's called Arc Poetry Magazine. It's right. kind of Canada's uh, poetry magazine. Um, but I'm just a, a contributing editor for them. So what I do is I read a lot of the submissions that come in for the magazine and I evaluate them, pass on my editorial notes to the editors if I have any, um, and kind of help decide what they're going to consider for a publication in the next issue. Very cool. That sounds yeah. like a, a, lo- a lot of power for a volunteer position. Like it sounds like <laughs> yeah, very influential. Well, if I say no, like literally the editors don't see yeah. them. Yeah. So oh, I guess nice. I have a little bit of power. Yeah, and, and I guess you, you have that because... Because of your accomplishments and your your education, right? Like I can yeah, just so go and volunteer. I actually, there. I actually got involved with that because of a poet who I believe he went to Carleton. But he's a very talented guy, and I think he's living in Toronto now. His name is Bardia. I know Bardia. You know him? Yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah, he's really awesome, and he's doing a bunch of, of stuff um, as well. But I got involved with that through him because I think he was um, the poetry editor at the time that I started volunteering for them and I had moved to Toronto um, and I was working at Kobo when I wanted to to start volunteering for them so I kind of did it um, I did everything for them with the mindset that I would never actually be meeting with anyone. Right. So now it's kind of weird because I think a lot of the people don't know that I'm back in Ottawa. Oh. <laughs> so I, I got to get myself out to more of their events. They do, they do launches of all of their issues and they're always participating in all of the, the literary events um, that go around the city. Um, right. AB series is one of them that happens at arts court every month. Cool. Um, and it's hosted by, uh, you know, the main editor for, for poetry magazine. Cool. So. That's great. 
well, I think it was, or I, he's either participating or something like that, or friends with the guy who now organizes it. Very so. cool. So would yeah. you say there's a strong sort of, I guess, not just writing, but poetry community in Ottawa? I think so, for yeah. sure. Um, I definitely felt that it was really easy to connect with people who were writers when I was in my undergrad. Now that I am working full-time and doing something sort of completely different from that, I've kind of taken a step back from all of that, but Mm. there's people out there. There's a ton of writer circles in the community. There's a ton of reading series that go on. Um, AB series is one of them. Tree reading series is one of them. Uh, there's a, a reading series, Blue Mondays, I already mentioned, out of the University of Ottawa. There's one at Carleton University. Um, I forget the name of it, but there's a is ton of... Bywords? Is that... Bywords is another publication that comes out of Carleton. That's what I'm um, And then there's a lot of slam and... Um, spoken word poetry that goes on in the city. Mercury Lounge hosts the Capital Slam every month. Um, so for spoken word artists as well, there's a lot of that, and they host a lot of really fun events. So Very, very neat. Speaking of poetry, we're going to cut to our sports section. Those <laughs> two oh, go hand in hand. Yeah. Because people say basketball is like jazz. <laughs> Football is like rock and roll. And music is poetry. And Rob, go ahead with her. <laughs> that made the segment the segue worse. It that did. was way better. <laughs> what does music have to do with any of the sports? Like, you, like some of those lyrics rhyme. You oh. hear like a song where the lyrics rhymed. What does that have to do with sports? Keegan, you're in timeout. Rob, go ahead. So uh, <laughs> we, we thought it would be nice to dedicate a special section to our, our local sports teams this week because... Uh, there's been a lot of news specifically relating to our sports teams. Not all of it good. Actually, none of it good. But <laughs> um, <laughs> first of all, the Ottawa Red Blacks finished their season this week. Uh, unfortunately, on a sour note, uh, they were ahead at halftime against the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, and ended up losing by 10 points. Uh, backup quarterback Danny, McBri- uh, Danny O'Brien, sorry, who played about half the game, noted that uh, he did make a few mistakes. He continued... Everything else I thought went smoothly. I just have to bounce back next game. Showing that he really doesn't understand how football works. This is the last game of the season. There are no more games. <laughs> he hasn't played. And that concludes no. our sports section. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. There's so much more. Okay, talk more. Uh, so the Ottawa Fury, which is our soccer team, yep. wrapped up their first year in the North American Soccer League as well uh, in the past week. And so the team finished 8th out of 10 teams, which is slightly better than the Red Blacks did. Uh, and club president John Pugh said of their season, yes, I think it has been a success. 27 points in 27 games shows that. Proving that he also doesn't understand the game. He's paid to coach. <laughs> because in soccer, you get three points for every win. And so 27 points isn't... That's uh, not... They're eight. Uh, it's not good. Uh, 27 to 27. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and last up, the first Ottawa 67's home games have been postponed this week due to an ice-making malfunction uh, at TD Place Arena. The vice president of TD Place said that they're scrambling to reschedule this weekend's games, although considering the success of the other sports teams at the new Lansdowne Sports and Lifestyle Complex, it's possible the ice just melted in shame. Uh. <laughs> 
So uh, all in all, yeah, not great news on our sports side, but very somber sports section. Yeah, <laughs> the Senators are doing okay this year, though. Uh, so far in the season, they're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. hockey start. Hockey's been going <laughs> for a long time. Either. October, like beginning of October. Yeah. Or a month in. Keegan. Yeah, I don't watch sports. Me either. Right. Well, <laughs> spend all your time at the dojo. Yeah. <laughs> Grappling. Um, we. Not that we're running out of time, but we're a stay behind schedule. We, we try to keep it to 45 minutes, but it usually oh, well, goes to an hour. a lot, so... No, we, oh, we ramble. That's good. We we're never, interested. We never keep it to 45 minutes. No. But I want to make sure that we, we get... a lot of editing after. But we get a, a speed round in. A speed round is our favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, a game we play where we ask... I, I don't even know why I explain it. Who doesn't... Who can't, like, infer what a speed round is when we say it? Explain it anyway. It's a speed round... We're going to ask Lisa a bunch of questions, and she answers them as uh, quickly as she can. You have two minutes. Okay. The record being, I think the best anyone ever did was they did it in two minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to beat the record, because I don't do well. You're going to exactly match the record, I'm sure. We have two minutes. <laughs> oh, you, oh, wait. Okay, I got what you're there saying. You All right. Uh, it's, not, it's not a good joke. Don't. <laughs> I thought it was like... The yeah. more questions yeah. you answer oh, no. in two minutes, yeah. then no, that's, that's a good way to do. Like, no, that is the real way. That's we, should, we just don't count. <laughs> you should have like an endless list of questions. Yeah. Actually, Keegan already did this to me once. Yeah, just randomly. <laughs> yeah, we were driving to Toronto together one time before we knew each other. Very it was one well. of the first times we were we were like. Yeah. Oh, so you interrogate people when you first meet them? Yes, basically. Um, it was very uncomfortable. He even like wrote everything down on a sheet of paper and pulled it out. We were driving to Toronto together. <laughs> he wrote down these questions yeah, too. Prepare for part two of that interrogation. <laughs> so. Yeah, so he probably knows more about me than my own mother because of that list. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> learn even more about you. I've been compared to, to serial killers in my social... <laughs> Do you want to just ask I all the that. questions this I week? see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I feel more comfortable if someone else does. Yeah. Okay, I, I, do you want Keegan to not ask you anything? <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Oh, I love that. All right, so we have two minutes on the clock. Yep. And uh, Mon, you'll start. Okay. Favorite restaurant in Ottawa? Yes. So good. If you were sandwich, what kind would you be? Hmm. Um. Good question. Oh man, I don't eat sandwiches very often anymore. <laughs> Um, fine, smoked meat. Nice. Okay. What's your what's favorite your? beer of all time? Guinness. What's the most number of pants you've worn? <laughs> In a day? No, at once. once. Um, do long johns count? Yes. Probably three. Okay. That's appropriate. Yep. Uh, favorite board game? Scrabble. I knew it. <laughs> favorite thing about yourself? Um, can it be? <laughs> can it be my puppy? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll Is that a, I guess that's something I own. <laughs> What's the last song you listened to? Um, before I left work, I was listening to Miles Davis. Um, I forget which one. That's Miles Davis. Miles Davis. How many push-ups can you do? Um, over how long a period of time? <laughs> in a row. In a row? Probably like four. Good. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite movie? Um, that's a good question. 
of one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time has always been Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's <laughs> a good choice. I also really like Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of us has the nicest eyebrows? Hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're all pretty okay for <laughs> wow. eyebrows. Zero. Going. Nobody. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Uh, Amon. Yes. Who let the dogs out? Um, I don't remember the name of that band. <laughs> ba- Baja. Baja men. Baja men. Okay. <laughs> All so right. The answer, they're asking the question. Oh, they're asking the question. They didn't I don't do know. It. It just they're asking question. the question because they didn't do it themselves. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started to stump people. Once, one time I asked a guest, what is mascara? Twice, yes. Oh, yeah. A yeah. man or a woman? One was a man. One was a woman, I think. First was a lady because I was actually curious. And the second one, I want to see if the guy knew. And he did know, actually. You don't know what mascara is. I know it's something about, like, makeup. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what it's Anna for. Anna must wear mascara sometimes. Yeah, she has a lot of stuff I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Uh, All right. Well, that was a pretty painless speed, speed round, eh? Yeah. I, I, took, I took a long time to answer each question. I no, think. no, that's fine. <laughs> it was but I didn't have an anxiety attack, so I'm happy about that. You know, that's always a bonus on this podcast. <laughs> Sometimes I get really nervous when people expect me to do things really quickly. So, oh, okay. Like, I'm an English major and I worked in publishing, so sometimes, you know. Do you like to take your time? Gotta deal with, well, I like to take my time. I like to do things well, and yeah. I read things over, like, right, yeah, 40 times yeah. before I do anything. But now, mostly, I'm writing code, so it's not as... Like, I mean, some people would say it's more meticulous, but I don't know, but... Okay. I don't know. I don't spend as long uh, going over my work and over my words, <laughs> so... Is that a better or worse thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't decided yet. That's fine. Uh, Lisa, we're starting a new segment, or we're trying out a new segment this episode. We're hoping you could help us out. Okay. It's called the Beaver's Den. You've heard of the Dragon's Den, the Shark Tank... I should have said Beaver's Den after. Yeah. Now it's time for the Beaver's Den. Uh, <laughs> we'll learn for next time. Yeah. So this, this is our segment where one of us pitches um, a business idea or a product yeah. okay. to to the listeners. And to the rest I, of us. I guess to the hosts and the guests. And uh, you can critique it. Okay. I think it's my turn. So am I technically week. a beaver then? You are yeah. a beaver. Okay. <laughs> Those are your words. You said that. <laughs> um, so it's my, uh, I have an idea and I like to pitch it to you uh, guys and people at home. If you think it's interesting, interesting and you want to send me money, you can reach us at ottawapodcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at ottawapodcast. Lots of ways. Um, okay. So. My product is called the day. Oh, it's not a product; it's a service. It's called the daylight time saver. Hmm. Daylight savings time. It is a service offered twice a year at the beginning and the end of daylight savings time. So you only have two days where you can make any revenue. Yeah. Yes, but they're big days. Right. <laughs> you ever worry about whether you change the clocks or not? Or maybe you change some of them, but you don't know how to change that one on the stove. Like, what, you press press bake twice? I don't know. But instead, our service briefly cuts the power to your entire house, leaving all of your clocks blinking 12. So it's kind of like a big reset button. So instead of, like, some clocks being right, or maybe some clocks update automatically and some don't, 
now all of your clocks are just blinking 12, so you know you have to reset all of them. You will get confused by yeah. it. Exactly. I see. Okay. First thoughts? Any buyers? Oh, that's it. That's your that's your idea. Yes. Oh, I, I'm looking for five hundred thousand uh, dollars investment to get like a big oversized cord cutter. You literally <laughs> cut oh, the cord. I'm sorry. Yeah. How, how do they turn the power back on? That's not his problem. That, yeah. That's his service. That's his second service. That's not my problem. <laughs> That's an added bonus. That's the second level of investment. Uh, that will be the next business. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, okay. Well, you know, good good luck with that idea. Yeah, so if anyone out there is interested and listening, um, let me know. Bring it back to phase two, where you have the, the idea to reconnect the power. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. Can I? Am I allowed to yeah, tell you some more? Well, my problem, my main problem, is that you only have two days a year where you can actually earn any revenue of anyone who would ever even want to use this service, <laughs> and it's not going to be a lot of people. So for, okay. for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, she's seen the shows. <laughs> yeah. How much? How much would it cost? How, what's your projected for the scissors? The service. How much would you? Oh, be charging how people. How much would you charge to offer the service? I was thinking in the range of two thousand dollars for the whole year. That's a lot. <laughs> that's like a thousand dollars. I mean, per. couldn't people just flip the breaker? Yeah, so that's the thing. There's more efficient ideas need, out there. You don't okay. really need to cut any wires. And for that reason, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's let the public make their own decisions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not super happy about daylight savings time, though, I must say. Yeah? Yeah. I, I just when I was to... driving home from work today, it was already pitch black, and mm-hmm. I I don't know if I like that, because I feel like I'm I'm really missing out on my life if I if I wake up when it's dark, and then I go home when it's dark, too. Like, Do you wake up when it's dark? Well, not anymore, since the, the clocks went back, but I would rather have an extra hour of daylight in the evening than I yeah. would in the morning. Mm. Because, like, in the morning, if it's dark and I'm going to work, like, that's already a pretty depressing thing. So it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> but if you get home from work, you want to still do, have time to do something during daylight hours. So That's fair. Yeah. I just read that Russia officially stopped doing daylight savings time, which I didn't even know you was an option. Saskatchewan does. So I mean, really? okay, there must be so many different time zones in Russia, though. Yeah, like, there's like seven or eight. Oh, yeah, so oh, really? how does that work, then? I don't know. I didn't even know that you could not, like, opt out of it. I it, thought it was just that you have to do it's it. It's not recommended. <laughs> so <laughs> if Russia does something, is the lesson we should do it or we shouldn't do it? Because no. they've been making some bad decisions lately. True. They, have, yeah, they took down yeah. the Steve Jobs uh, Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure that's not the worst thing that they've done. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no just today. No. Today. No, no, forget the rest. I, I didn't want to get too deep here. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a bad thing. They, they <laughs> You're right. They, they've done far worse. Oh, because he came out? Yeah, yeah. Tim Cook. Um, but so oh, sorry. I said Steve Jobs. Sorry, what? yeah. I no, was thinking. It was a Steve Jobs tribute that they took down. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, there we go. Uh, so right. Andy yeah, Jobs no, is dead. They're not in the good books right now. <laughs> there are a couple no. states in the U.S. that have that had daylight savings time and now don't do it. Right. Huh. And so they have data to compare about electricity usage and they found that it doesn't make a difference. But it does cause more heart attacks, more traffic accidents, more sick days. Like, there are so many ramifications to the population. To getting rid of daylight savings Yeah, time? but there's no energy benefit and that's why it was put in place in the first place. Oh. To give you more daylight. Huh. Huh. And, and 
Does, can anybody confirm? Is it Saskatchewan that doesn't do it? Saskatchewan doesn't it is, yeah. it is Saskatchewan. That doesn't that do don't it. do it? They do okay, not. Okay, wait. So my best friend lives in Saskatchewan, and we used to be three hours apart. So now are we only two? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. But that sounds like a nightmare to like schedule stuff. Yeah. If you're like doing business in Saskatchewan. If one, if one is and Google one it. is in. Yeah. <laughs> Google <laughs> is on top of those things. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They know yeah. things. Yeah. Well, Lisa, I wish we had another daylight savings time right now, oh. so we would gain an hour. <laughs> this is the have, worst I've ever heard from you, man. And have more time to do the yeah. podcast. I was making a nice sentiment. That was not, nice. No, that was nice. It's a segue to the end of the show, actually. Yeah. I just want more time to drink Kitchisipi beer. You're welcome to stay, because we have a lot to finish, but... Uh, that said, do you have anything you want to plug? You don't have to, but if you have something. Um, no, I mean, I'm not really promoting anything right now. It's not my job. I'm not the marketing manager at my work. So. You want to promote yourself? <laughs> yeah. You're like do you blog. say interesting things on Twitter or you're, on a blog? Well, I have, I have a Twitter, but like... You don't have to follow me. It's entertaining. I watch <laughs> it sometimes. You watch me you know, yeah. when I tweet things? It's interesting you know. sometimes. So mostly like I just tweet photos of my dogs. Yeah. I only have well, yeah. I have two dogs, but one of them doesn't live with me. So, yeah. I like puppies a lot. If you want to see pictures of dogs, you're gonna have follow to follow Lisa Marie on You Twitter. should definitely follow me if you want to see some pictures of some really cute puppies. Okay, yeah, there you go. I sometimes tweet about publishing and news and that kind of thing too. Oh, well, that works. whole wide variety of books, <laughs> things yeah. of that sort. Well, you can find us at autowhatpodcast.com. Uh, as Rob mentioned earlier, we're on Twitter at Ottawa Podcast, Facebook, Ottawa. And uh, I always mention it, but I'm going to mention it again. The feedback forum for the podcast as a whole is on OttawaPodcast.com. Click around, you'll find it. It's on the front page. It is? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> and we'll uh, put links on the episode, but check out Kitchisippi. Should go yeah. do a tour or something. Thank you again. Yeah, I need to go do a tour. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah like, I recommend it. It's nice. It smells like beer in there. I wonder why. It smells like yeah. I, know. I just didn't expect it, but yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda yeah. Want, I want to work there now. It'd be fun. You could. You're looking for a job. Oh. I think. I have a job. Keep wearing those steel toed boots. Something's up. Uh, so I think that covers everything. Uh, we completely forgot again to tell you what comes next, Lisa, but I'll leave this to Keegan. Lisa, we forgot to, we briefed you on everything except for the very end of the show. We ask our guests to say or sing or yell what any way they like. Oh. And then we cut it right after that. You can draw it out. You okay. can say it quickly. You can say it in whatever voice. You can say it in an accent. Whatever you like. So you do Ottawa. Oh, and I can do I can try Scottish accent. Yeah. I can do that. What, but... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a hard word. I don't know if... Because my family in Scotland can't even pronounce Ottawa properly, so... <laughs> oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But right. anyway, well, thanks for having me on the show, and I'm going to give this a go. Yeah, sure. Ottawa! Nice. Nice. You cut it, right? Uh, yeah. Hi. Done. Thank you. Nice work. Has great. anyone done that before? Nope. No, not that. Uh, no, not like that. That's it. <laughs> My opera voice. <laughs> it's not good. I like it. Uh, man, I'm really happy with the spear thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. Cool. I think it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah I like it. That yeah, was really comfortable. Um, but, you can like cut a lot of that stuff that I was saying about poetry. Because <laughs> 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 I don't. Okay. I don't really.